Hey, thanks for listening to the UDR cast. If you appreciate the kind of in-depth conversation and insight into recovery, make sure to sign up as a member. Most of our members pitch in 5 or 10 bucks a month, the price of a few coffees. To make this happen, you can sign up at the website at billward.life. The UDR cast is not affiliated and does not represent any 12-step fellowship. I, Bill Ward, the host of the UDR cast, will be sharing my experience and my journey of recovery. That does include, but is not limited to, the literature contained in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 Steps. Our guests will be sharing their own path to recovery and what has worked for them. The UDR cast encourages and supports all paths to recovery. Welcome everybody to the UDR cast. UDR stands for Uncover, Discover and Recover. My name is Bill Ward and I'm coming to you from the recovery capital of Canada, Calgary, Alberta. Here we are going to discuss everything recovery, different perspectives, different experiences, both with the people I know and with others from around the world. If you resonate with anything you've heard on this episode today, we ask that you share it with anyone who you think may benefit from it. If you have any questions or comments, please find us at billward.life and send us a message in the info section. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. If you are interested in more recovery content, you can find the buttons for the YouTube channel and other social media outlets on the homepage, and you will be redirected to those platforms. We can recover. One person, one family, one community at a time. Bill, I'll call. There's a line, one of my favorite lines in all of our literature. These men believe in themselves and they believe more in the power that pulls these chronic alcoholics back from the gates of death. You know, I've done a fair amount of work in my own recovery through the steps, through the time I've been here. And, uh, and I really believe in myself today. But I believe more in the power that pulled me back from the gates of death. I believe more in the power of God in any aspect of my life. Of myself, I am nothing. God does the fucking work for me. And if I get that ever backwards and I start patting myself on the back for a job well done, banana peel trails a very short slide. And the first, I think the first like glimpse of of like my will not sufficing anymore because I, I could do a lot of cool things in the world, right? I built a pretty nice size construction company. I had a pretty wealthy bank account. I had a, a number of really nice material things. And, you know, I had a, a philosophy. The more you know, the more you're worth. That's what I used to tell my kids. That's what I used to tell the guys that work for me. And I used to always say, go learn, go try stuff, go, go get it and the more that you know the more that you're worth and worth to me meant your status and money and you know how people viewed you and now today my philosophy is not that it's 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 more like it's not what i don't know that's going to kill me it's what i think i know for sure but it's just not true and where did i learn some of this stuff that you know the ideas that i had that were killing me you know, it's all ideas that kill me. I love it in the doctors, in the uh, chapter, We Agnostics. 
talks about what a state of mental goose flesh this used to bring on. Who of us had not various worship, money, sentiment, things, people, ourselves? And when you really extrapolate that line and you, you look at what it is, or I looked at what it is that I, I worshipped, and again, I have to have an open mind and be able to redefine worship. Because I always thought worship had to do with Christianity. But when I really looked at what do I worship, it's what do I spend most of my time thinking about? And it was money. It was other people. It was myself. It was sentiments. And I think the biggest one in that line on that, on that paragraph is sentiments. Because everything revolves around sentiments. And a sentiment is an ideology. And once I started deconstructing the ideas that I believe, I started realizing that most of the ideas that I believe in aren't even mine. They were impressed upon me through a society that I live in. And then misconstrued through my eyes of, of myself. And a lot of those sentiments about myself weren't positive. So I overcompensated with the money, with the status, with the stuff. So that I could have this self-esteem. What I've learned about self-esteem is my self-esteem was all based in what I had and what you thought of me. Any life ran on self-will can hardly be a success. And when I burnt that, that house down, when I burnt my life down... And I was left in the rubble of what I thought my life was and who I thought I was. I was looking at myself going, who are you now? You don't have, you're not Bill, the construction owner, construction company owner. You're not Bill, the father. You're not Bill anything anymore. All your identity has been stripped and you're fucking nothing. And that is exactly what I needed to begin this journey. You know, another one of my favorite lines in the book, it talks about in the face of collapse and despair, total failure of your human resources. This is where we find where this new power, peace and sense of happiness can flow into us. If I wholeheartedly made a, make a few simple requirements. Once confused and baffled by the seeming futility of life. I was really confused and baffled many times throughout my life about the seeming futility of life. And when I look at the word futility, it means like, you know, I look at it in such a, it's like an uphill battle all the time. What's the fucking use? Then I get to see where I'm making a heavy going of life. And I saw that in that step five. And I could see where I was selling those unsaleable goods. And I was trading those stock and trades, those, those defects of character. I was trading with you for things back for me because I thought I could also wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this world if I only managed it well by manipulating the world to deliver me what I thought it was that was going to make me happy and really the ego might have been happy at certain times and got some relief out of it but thing I've learned about the ego is it only gets relief and it needs more and it's never satisfied and when I give you the, the negative trade, you give me a negative trade back, right? And it never really in the long run works out for me. So what I love about the program is in step seven, it talks about spiritual values and character building how to come first. 
the material satisfactions were not the purpose of living. Talks about honesty, tolerance, and true love of man and God was the purpose of our lives. This blindness to the true purpose of our life produces bad results. And my whole life is full of those bad results. I have a whole lifetime of fucking hurting people, hurting myself, not loving myself, and thus I couldn't actually love like a lot of people that really deserved love that I, I couldn't give. And when I did my step five the first time, that shit all got smashed. And I would say that first layer of step five that I did, it, it did what it did for that period of time. But I would say the consecutive step fives that I've done over the years, and more importantly, my step 10, where there's always a step five component in it, that's probably helped me more than anything. Talking to somebody immediately, asking God to remove it at once, and resolutely turning my thoughts to someone I can help. That shit's changed my whole life. That's the step five today that's the most important to me. I spent the weekend doing step five, basically. But there was no other human being there. It was me and Mother Nature. The sun, the wind, the grass, the bugs. And a lot of intersecting with myself, looking at myself. Asking why in many different aspects of my life. And the one thing that I realized this weekend was I needed forgiveness. I need forgiveness. I need... And I ask for God's forgiveness, right? Like, my own forgiveness, I don't have the ability to, to really produce what, what I want out of forgiveness. And I've learned that God forgives everybody. He doesn't, he doesn't judge. So I tried to call on his power this weekend. And it was funny because I got out of what I was doing and I went and got a hotel room and I went to sleep and I play this one little audio thing on YouTube sometimes. And I just randomly, it's a 10-hour thing, and I just randomly pick a spot. And the spot I picked was forgiveness. And it described a whole bunch of the shit that I didn't really... No. So I know what I got to do, and I felt like a relief out of that. So, you know, self-esteem today comes from my creator. Like, I believe in myself today, but I believe more in the power that gives me life, that allows me to fucking do things that I could never do on my own. I'm very grateful for the meeting, and it's the first place I came. So I got back. I've been gone four days. The first place I came was right here, and my truck's still full of all my stuff. And I see Bryce here, and I'm just like, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. Anyway, thank you very much. Thanks, Bill. Thank you for tuning in to the UDR cast. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. The viewpoints and the opinions expressed today were solely of the individual sharing them. If you resonated with this episode, please follow us and share this link with anyone that may benefit from it. Please visit us at billward.life to see everything that we have going on. We can recover. One person, one family, one community at a time.